0: Welcome to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. Your podcast for all things holistic health and wellness from a Christian worldview.
1: Welcome back. Now that we're really in the throes of winter and the cold and flu season, we wanted to do an episode on how to build immunity. And that is kind of a misnomer because you can't actually, quote, build immunity in that it's like a physiological system in your body that functions regardless. (laughs) But we can support it. And there are things that... You might be doing that, could be counteracting some, some of its productivity, like eating way too much holiday food, because if you don't ever give your gut a rest, it can't devote the resources necessary to your immune system, because 70% of that is in your gut, it's huge, at least it's huge. as projected. But yeah, today we really just want to talk about what we have done historically to support our immune system, especially in times and seasons of stress, where you might be more vulnerable to getting sick.
0: Yeah, and so I think the first place to start is just really what is immunity, right? My wife just mentioned you can't build it. It's not like it's a structure or it's a, you know, pathway. It Well, it is more of a pathway, I should say that. Uh, your The immunity of your body, your immune response is either to eliminate, so remove something, or to block it in the first place, or to attack it and to neutralize any outside or foreign entity. So first, like, your your skin your nose your eyes your mouth that's your first layer of your immune system to keep things out right that's why you know you get like if you go outside on a dusty day and you blow your nose you got a ton of dust and and, and silica that's built up uh in the, the little nostril hairs your eyes blink and they close when you when it gets really windy or when you get again all your body's job is keeping things out you want to keep mm-hmm. things out that shouldn't be in and so And then neutralizing foreign pathogens, that's a big part, and that's what we're going to talk, I think, mainly about
1: today. Absolutely. So the first one I want to dive into is herbs. And I think there has been such a move away from herbs in the past few decades. Do
0: you pronounce the H in
1: herbs? I do not pronounce the H. Herbs. 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 I go herbs.
0: Herbs. I'm not sure if that's an American thing. I think it's a very French
1: thing to do is, like, ignore the H. Herbs. Like hors d'oeuvre. I don't know.
0: Yeah. We're, 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 we don't <laughs> technically speak other languages. We're American. We speak, we're, we're, we're one-lingual, unilingual, unilingual.
1: But either way, there was a push to kind of make fun of the plants that God has given us that actually are very powerful. And I think it becomes even more powerful that when you realize that many of the pharmaceutical products that are given today have their roots in many of these plant products because of how powerful they've been. And so some of the ones that we try to keep around or on hand are echinacea. This is an excellent herb, but you have to take it at the first sign of sickness. And it's not something that you want to be taking chronically every day. So I don't always have echinacea on hand, but if you have a store near you that you could pick some up at, at the first sign of an illness, it is an extremely powerful, um, you can make it into a tea or you can take it as a capsule. Or we could start growing it in our garden and then dehydrating it and having it on hand. That would wow, be
0: extra that's excellent. That's next level. That's <laughs> it next is. level health. I'm
1: but the other one that I do always have on hand in the winter is elderberry syrup. It can be taken preventatively and is actually most effective preventatively. Although I'm not the greatest at supplements, I'm totally going to admit that here right now publicly. Good, but I always have it in my fridge for when we do get sick.
0: Time and date is noted. My wife is not good at
1: taking. <laughs> I'm, I'm so not. But our daughter actually just got a little bit of a cold. Had some runny nose. Wasn't sleeping as great. And that is one of the first things that I gave her, and because it's super natural. It has honey. It has elderberry.
0: supernatural, she means it's extremely natural.
1: That is, that is a good point.
0: This is the spiritual podcast. <laughs> so we believe in the supernatural, but that is the, very yes. natural.
1: <laughs> it is a natural product that works superbly. How about that? <laughs> uh, and,
0: and then there's good thing to know, not just herbs, but foods you can consume and, and have a part of your regular diet or especially when you're not feeling well um, to help build the immunity. So uh, for me, uh, a good bone broth, a soup based around bone broth, it's great for your gut.
1: It um, is. It's very but, healing.
0: Yeah, and if if you're somebody who, who gets food in bulk and you buy, you know, a cut of, 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 of a cow or maybe you buy a quarter cow and it's or a halved cow from uh, a butcher, you get bone in meat sometimes, which is really great. And it's a great thing you can do is if you cook that meat you can keep the bone, keep the keep the um the, the leftover from it and let it soak and you can make your own bone broth at home, which mm-hmm. is really good. We've it's been
1: great. really getting into that. Yeah. Because you can also keep all your veggie scraps yep. to add into it so it's like you're not wasting anything.
0: Yeah, so veggie scraps or even if you buy like a whole chicken, a lot of times what we'll do is we'll cook a whole chicken. It's cheaper. You get you get the same amount of meat, maybe a little less. Then you, you strip it by hand and have the carcass left over and that that mm-hmm. bone and all those tendons, they they all they, they soak really well and create a, a phenomenal, and you just strain it. So it's really good. Ginger is the next food that you can eat. Uh, again, it's known uh, to break down toxins. It cleanses out your lymphatic system. Now, if you don't know what your lymphatic system is, basically it's a system that is used to eliminate toxins and waste. Um Typically, you'll have swollen lymph nodes if you're getting sick because your body's trying to remove things. So, um, the the biggest uh, clumping of these are right underneath your your jawline and your throat, your armpits, and your groin. These are just areas that have a large amount of these vessels, and it kind of extracts waste and stuff from the body, from the blood system, from the from from your arterioles, that kind of stuff. Um, it's a really cool uh, system to even look at, but helping clean that out removes already wait, uh, a to- toxic buildup that's been removed from the system so it just it just helps c- get things out the last thing that ginger does it's a really great antimicrobial so it helps clean stuff really well inside and out so you can use that all over your house
1: absolutely you also want to be making sure that you're jumping into foods that are high in vitamin c i think that's a pretty common one most people know that they can like grab the emergency you don't packets. want scurvy don't want scurvy, but and zinc, I think that people forget that you need zinc to properly absorb vitamin C. So if you can be getting foods that are high in both of those like bell peppers, citrus, mango, parsley, all things that are pretty easy to consume, I would say citrus is an easy thing, especially in the winter, if you are a Midwesterner like we are, it is one of the things that we have easier access to affordably over things like berries. And lastly, the last food that you'd want to focus on is probiotics. For the same reason that we've always talked about, most of your immune system is in your gut. So you want a really healthy balance of good gut bacteria because if it tilts towards having too much of the bad or non-beneficial bacteria, you are so much more likely to get sick. And so just consuming foods that are high in probiotics, like anything fermented, yogurt, sauerkraut, kombucha, is just gonna go a long way in helping you stay healthy this season. And
0: so this next tip it's kind of in this context of food, uh, vitamin D. It's actually something that you don't consume, you produce it, or you can you can consume it from other things that have produced it. But, but it's you, technically a hormone. It is technically a hormone. So you can get this by having sun exposure on your skin. So speaking of what's good for Midwesterners, we really need to get exposure to the sun. Skin exposure, especially your, your belly, um, is really important when you can get it in you can't get outside, if it's, say, you know, like it is most days in Michigan, it's, you know, freezing and overcast, you probably can't get as much skin exposure. So eating, you know, things like pasture-raised eggs, raw milk, um, consuming fatty fish we really would would like to see a limit just supplementing it. Now it is good to supplement if you can't get access to those Mm -hmm. things, so I hear that, but the more you can find it naturally and and as God intended it, that's kind of our thing. If you can find things to be as Mm -hmm. close as God intended, it's gonna be way more beneficial that's not saying that you shouldn't supplement. And some people uh, need to supplement, especially if they're at, in an at-risk category, like they're, uh, they're elderly or they're sick. It's a really great thing to mm-hmm. consume.
1: And I'll add in on the supplementation. The reason I would say to limit it is because it is a hormone. And anytime you're adding in something exogenously or outside that your body normally would be making, your body is going to say, yo, I'm not going to take the effort and divide the resources to producing that if you're just going to give it to me, like a thyroid medication would be something very similar to that, your thyroid will eventually shut down and atrophy if you just give it thyroid medication for a long enough period, because your body is so adaptable and so smart. And so if you are somebody that needs to take a vitamin D supplement, and we would say that most people are in that category, if you live, you know, a certain distance north of the equator, but it's not something that I would take religiously every single day. It's something that you want to Take some off days, maybe you take the weekends off of your supplement because you never want to get your body fully dependent on taking that because you want your body to say, Hey, if I get into some sunshine, sunlight, I'm eating good foods, I can produce this hormone for you. Yeah.
0: When Um, your when your body is healthy enough to produce it, that means that you're gonna be healthier. Yeah. You just don't
1: want to be dependent upon it. Yep.
0: Um, We believe that a great way to build immunity. We don't believe this. This is actually what research shows. is just a healthy amount of exercise. Again, I think we say this every podcast, your body was made to move. And so that looks different for everybody, wherever you're at, if you're pregnant or if you're elderly or if you're a young kid or you're, uh, maybe you're, you're a high level athlete, your body was made to move and move a little differently. Whether you're <laughs> training, you're doing, you know, explosive movements, you're doing a lot of hit training, high intensity interval training, or maybe you're just going to go for a stroll and be active that way. Your body moving allows it to, again, its functions to work as properly as they can and building and your immune system being able to actively fight off and have healthy cardiovascular system a strong musculoskeletal system uh, gives you the best chance of having mm-hmm. that immune response.
1: I was even just reading that my exercise actually affects the genetic expression of disease or healthfulness in my baby that's in utero. Epigenetic, that crazy. That is crazy. The next thing that you can do is to reduce stress. I don't think that most people are unaware that high levels of stress have an adverse effect on your health. What? But cortisol is the enemy of a good immune system. And it's a great God-given design physiologically when you are being faced with a bear or a tiger and you have this immediate need to get away from such a thing. Your body says, you know what, we're going to pump cortisol into the system. We're going to pump blood away from the core, away from the gut, away from the immune system into your limbs so that you can physically get away from whatever this threat is. Now, the problem is we don't really face those external threats the way that maybe our prehistoric ancestors would have. We have a lot of daily added stress, whether that is work stress, financial stress, family stress, the list could go on forever. But when we're in those states of never giving our bodies a reprieve from the stress, your immunity suffers because it's just, it's not a priority for your body physiologically along with your reproductive system. When you're in those periods of stress, your body says, you know what, other things matter more. And so you are just going to be so much more likely to get sick because your body cannot give the resources that it needs to it.
0: Yeah, your body will always prioritize uh, putting you in a a safe state, not always a healthy state sometimes. Mm, That's Um, good. Yeah. And so when it's stressed out, it it can't tell the difference between, uh, you know, a, a lion or a saber toothed tiger chasing you and a creditor chasing you to get your money <laughs> back, right? I mean, that's, that's a funny thing, the way to put it, but it's very true. Your body only knows that that fight-or-flight response mm-hmm. kicks in and hormones cascade down, and it just that's just, yeah, it's it's the fact of it. So uh, the next thing we talk about is I- improving your levels of sleep. Again, I feel like rest, movement, and and diet play a role in every single thing we talk about. It's almost like they're really important and they're Keystone things. Um, they are, but again, when you sleep, your body is able to uh, again help eliminate toxins from your brain, from your blood system, from your lymphatic system. It helps your muscles recover. It helps uh, cells regenerate and repair. It, it 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 does things to balance hormones. It it just it moves short-term memory over to long-term storage in your memory, so you remember things. Your your attention's better. Your ability to process food and eliminate mm-hmm. waste and uh, be sensitive to, to sugar and insulin production improves I mean you decrease inflammation the list goes on sleep is probably one of the one of the most underappreciated things and of value that we have and it, you know what you don't have to you know buy it from a store you and it can, should
1: be a cornerstone it is but it's the first thing to go for most people yeah. if they feel that they have to let go of a healthy habit
0: yeah and levels of sleep we talk about this again you know you read research it'll say level you know anywhere from seven to nine um hours of sleep at night i just i'm reading a book right now called the ruthless elimination of hurry it's a plug i'm with with some of my uh, a, a men's group i'm a part of and they talked about how before uh modern technology before the the electric or the incandescent light bulb. People slept an average of 11 hours a night. So we're talking like, you know, the 1800s before Thomas Edison, you know, mass produced this and became the world famous inventor we know. Fun fact, his childhood home was important here on where we lived. So no big deal. You're welcome for everybody losing sleep, not because of that. But crazy... That we now have limited our time. We we know that, you know, if you can get at least eight, I'd say I've heard some research that shows that you can get, you know, a minimum of eight to nine, nine to 10 hours, you're going to be better off. So if it's between staying up and watching a movie, And getting some extra rest if you're feeling under the weather, that's going to help. So I would say, I would say take that sacrifice 10 out of 10 times. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. If you have any questions or topic ideas, you can reach out to the Daily Well Podcast on our website, myhopefm.net. Just click podcast.
1: The next thing that you can do is to spend as much time as you can outdoors because the dirt and the... Outside pathogens really actually are needed to build the diversity on your skin microbiome to help you build a good immune system. There's a lot of cool research about people that own pets having much healthier immune systems. That's right. Go, Brady.
0: Well, actually, it, it was dogs specifically because there's pets that get outside. So, yes, that's cats, very true. Pets that are indoors, mm, not the same. Yeah, not as much. Uh, still beneficial. But I'm more of a dog guy anyway, so I like to read that. No, I'm box.
1: glad you mentioned that because that is what the health benefit is, right? Yeah. When you have children and dogs that go out and play in the dirt and run through the woods barefoot, covered in dirt coming in, that actually is really good for your immune system because you want to continue to build that biodiversity that you're exposed to every day.
0: So, takeaways, if you're sick, either get pregnant and have a kid or buy a puppy. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: The next thing you can do is really just be mindful to reduce the, the toxicity levels in your home, and that's just being aware of the products that you're using, whether that's cleaning products or makeup products or hair products or uh, body wash and soap, um, anything down that you're either putting on or near your body. Maybe even some of the scents that you have, different, different types of candles or, or mm-hmm. a plug-in, uh, you know, little uh, scent dispensers. It's amazing. I think I read I read an article that said that the average woman. And um, uh, so I won't say it. the average person getting ready in the morning puts on a couple hundred toxic chemicals without really mm-hmm. realizing it. Whether it's like your toothpaste, your deodorant, uh, hairspray, your cologne, you wash your hands, you get ready in the shower. You, I mean, just you, the it's water, everywhere the if you're not you super use. conscious. Yeah.
1: And because they're hormone disruptors in a previous episode, I know we've talked about it's the neuroimmune immune hormonal triangle. You cannot separate your nervous system from your immune system, from your hormone system. Every change in one leads to a change in the others. So if you're using products in your home that are disrupting your endocrine system, your hormone production, you are going to just in effect and by default be limiting your immune system.
0: And then the last thing is just be smart. <laughs> take take basic preventative measures um, when needed. So if you're feeling worn out, if you're feeling run down, you've been working, again, burning the candle both ends and you're just feeling just off, Take a day of rest. Um, it's really important to not just try to work through stuff but to listen to your body. I think mm-hmm. God designed cues in our body to, to to really remind us that yes, your body intrinsically knows when it's tired. And it will eventually, uh, it'll win out. It'll it'll shut mm-hmm. things down if you don't listen well, to it.
1: This don't song. you feel like there's such a pride in not taking a rest day? Like, oh, I'm so irreplaceable at work mm-hmm. or I'm so needed to do this function. And really what a joy and a gift it is sometimes for your spouse to be able to take care of you in that way or to maybe spend some extra time with the kids so that you can get a bath in or just really re- rest and recover on yourself. I just think that the pride of man sometimes gets in our way and it leads us to becoming overly dependent upon ourselves to get things done when really we just need to trust that the Lord has got our back. And if you're married, you know what? I hope you're married to a wonderful spouse that also would have your back. Um, like I know in our house, that's exactly how it is. We just, we can sense each other's ability to kind of maybe need to take a step back and watch a football game or take a step back and have a little bit of time to read. That was so, totally
0: Kate. Okay. She wants to watch football games. To uh, relax. You nailed it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, we, again, we hope that this is a, a good conversation on uh, how to build immunity again, really not building it, but really how to help your body um, support its immune response and, We could dive a lot deeper again if you have any questions reach out to us we love uh we love chatting about this kind of stuff we're very passionate about this and uh actually just a little plug we're in the process of starting uh, a youtube page so you get to see our faces a little more we also have uh, a a, an instagram handle um the daily well collective uh please feel free to go on there uh, if you like what we're doing here we want to make this content available to you guys and really just make it fun and entertaining but also really informative and let you know that we're all on a journey there's no cookie cutter approach there's no one size fits all approach to health these are just where god has us and we believe that god has given us a body and a, and a mind and a spirit um, to to worship him through how we live and we believe that our body is the temple of the Holy So we love you guys and appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. We pray that you're able to take a piece of information back to use for your health journey. And if you'd like to reach out to us, you can at myhopefm.net. Just click podcast.